Welcome back to the Reality Surge Real podcast. You are here with your hosts, Christina, Michelle, and Abby. We are coming to you today with a very special edition. We are interviewing the founder, the girl who started this all, Miss Christina Finley. Yay! Hi. <laughs> uh, this is super exciting. I know we've been talking about doing we've been talking about doing this for so long that originally the first get or the first host that we were going to interview was Michelle because she just had a baby. <laughs> That's how long we've been talking about doing this and we haven't done it yet. So I'm really excited that, you know, people are going to get to know us a little bit more. Yeah, so and we're doing what was that? Time has just flown by. I know. It's like crazy that we're already on episode number 42. 42. And we're almost at 50. Like, that's crazy. But I I really enjoy it. I hope you two, too, do, too. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, it's crazy. I, it's like, I don't know. It's It's really flown by. And I can't believe how many episodes there are. You're right. I know. Well, I, mean, I know I, when he said that I'm like mm-hmm. what how I know seriously but I mean it's just like so easy to hop on and, and talk to the two of you every week and even when we were doing twice a week it was I mean it was a lot but I still like enjoyed talking to you two every time yeah mm-hmm. it's just like sitting here having a zoom chat with friends so mm-hmm. And then we get to publish it for everybody to (laughs) hear what we have to say. Well, it is Christina's birthday this week. When is it exactly? Tomorrow? Friday, November 18th. So if you're listening to it, the day that this is published, this will be published on my birthday. Yay! Yeah. That's exciting. we are going to start off just by asking you a couple questions. Um, I'm excited for this because I feel like usually I do so much talking during these things. I'm sure like answering things, I will still be talking a lot, but I'm like excited to, I don't know, like not be, not be in control, I guess. I know (laughs) I told you, but. I said right before I'm like, okay, I'm doing the introduction and yeah, I think that's great. I was actually going to ask, ask one of you if you wanted to do it. Cause I feel like it's weird introducing myself, you know, <laughs> you're the CEO. Oh, um, you. no. So yeah. So we're going to start off, um, just asking a couple questions and then we have questions submitted by some listeners. Yes. Oh, so. Awesome. Mm hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and start the first one. And where are you originally from? And have you always lived there? Or have you ever moved around? Yeah, so no, I, um, I live in Lincoln, Nebraska. I have lived here my entire life. Um, yeah, I've never lived anywhere else else but but Lincoln but I have done a lot of traveling and so whenever I was growing up I always thought that um like I love all these different places that I'm going 
but I always enjoyed going home. And so it just made me feel like I always want to travel and go places and see all the things and then just have this home base. For a really long time, I was actually like very closed off to moving. I, I thought that I would live here forever. But because um, honestly, I think that it's, it's a good place, like a safe place um, to raise kids. And so that's one of the reasons why I was like so steadfast in staying here. But now that I'm getting a little older, I see other opportunities and things that like I would like to do and places I would like to go. And even if I end up back here, I don't think that I'll live here forever. That's interesting. Do you, is there a place that you have in mind that you would want to go? Um, I guess I don't really have like anything completely set. Um, when I was with my ex, we were like literally months away from moving down to Phoenix. And so I think that, um, maybe that's what kind of in my head got the ball rolling that like, maybe I don't want to live here forever. But then obviously, we didn't move to Phoenix. And I'm so grateful for that. Because who knows what mess I it was that that relationship was hard enough. I can't imagine being separated from all my family and my friends too. Um, in hindsight, but um, that's good you didn't move. Yeah, I mean, and then of course, there's always like the well, he wouldn't know anybody either. So like, maybe it would have been better for our relationship. But which is totally possible. But like, I just, I'm very, very glad that we didn't do that. But when he wanted to um, move to Phoenix, I tried to talk him into moving to San Diego instead. And so San Diego is definitely someplace I'd be interested in, which is really interesting now, because just like coincidentally, in the way you know, the universe works, the person who I date now is from San Diego. So I think he would probably be interested in moving back there. But I don't want to like, you know, like base any of decisions on like a guy or anything. But I think that um, something where it's warmer, I definitely don't want to move anywhere <laughs> where it's colder than it is here. I've thought about moving yeah. to Kansas City. I think Kansas City would be a great place. Um, but it's really climate wise, the same as it is in Nebraska, really. Um, so I mean, and not that that would make my decision, but I just I know I know I wouldn't want to move further north. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where I would want to move to. But if the opportunity presented itself for me to move, I would definitely be open to it. Whereas like 10 years ago, like not, not, I absolutely not. <laughs> so I guess, I don't know. That just shows a little bit of growth in me. I really don't think I'll live here forever, but at the same time, I also wouldn't be surprised if I like died here. <laughs> like <laughs> if I came back at some point, you know? I was going to so you will go somewhere else and then come back. That's, I think so. I don't know. I know that that was like super roundabout way of answering your question, but. I've lived here all my life. Yes. <laughs> I can see, I can definitely see you going to a warmer climate for a little while. I can definitely see that. Yeah. And I you thriving there. Well, um, the other thing it's like, I'm thriving now in Nebraska, but like how much more can I do here? Like, I just, I, I mean, 
even Omaha, which is like, you know, an hour away from me and in Nebraska still has so many more opportunities than Lincoln has. And yeah. Lincoln is growing and there are opportunities that come about, but I just don't think that, um, I just, I don't know. I just kind of want to have experienced something different, I guess. Yeah, I think you should. Um, we'll get to that in a, in a few questions too, but. Okay. Michelle, do you want to ask? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know that you have talked about your brother on this podcast before, but we were curious to know um, more about like your siblings and how many siblings you have and a little bit about them and how, how close you are to them. That's a really interesting question. Okay, so I have one brother. Um, and that's the only sibling that I have. He is like a year, uh, almost two years younger than me. Um, his birthday's in August, mine is in November. So almost two years, but not quite. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's weird answering this question because I would say that we're close, but I don't know that he would say the same thing. And the reason that I say that is because he moved back home. And so he's around my parents like 24 seven and I'm just like me in my apartment. And so I literally live by myself. So it's like, I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm close to him. Like if he ever like needed me, like I would answer the phone, you know, like I talk to him, um, semi-regularly, um, not as much as I talk to my mom. I talk to my mom like every day, but, um, I don't know if his answer would be the same as mine just because he is so involved with like that, like my mom and dad and being like so close knit with them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that he would agree. So it's like interesting to think about, but like, I love my brother a lot and, I mean, I think that we're um, pretty close. And y'all are all in the same city. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I'll just throw in here, like, Christina has no idea what questions are coming for <laughs> me or Bell or anyone who. Submitted. Yeah. So this is all, like. Yeah. We, we didn't get a warning about anything. So this is like a. That's okay. I, I like kind of wanted it like that because I'm open to like answering anything. I don't know if I'll be the best at answering some things, but like I'll tell, I'll tell my truth. I'll say that. I think it works best that way. When you're kind of like just on put on the spot. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's more that leads me to my next question. Yes. What is your dream job? Okay. So <laughs> I feel like this has um, changed over the years. And this also like really ties into um what I said earlier about not when I was younger not wanting to move out of Nebraska 
because I've had the same dream job since I was, well, to be completely honest with you, when I was watching One Tree Hill and (laughs) Lindsay was uh, Lucas Scott's um, literary agent and she represented his book. Um, I did not know that people like a literary agent is somebody you know like that represented books and authors was a job up until I watched that show and the very first episode she was on I was like that is what I want to do for the rest of my life that is 100% my dream job but then and I was obviously still in high school when that aired and so um but I always, like, I would, like, you know, like, tell my therapist, you know, like, tell people, like, this is what I want to do, but I'm never going to do it because I'm never going to move to LA or New York or or Dallas or anywhere where they have these big publishing agencies where I'm able to do my job. (laughs) So I, like, literally was like, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life, but I'm never going to do it because I'm never going to leave. And so it was, like, really weird. But now I'm like definitely open to living in in a place that's like bigger and would be able to do that. And like, I don't know. I mean, I've there's not like a lot, but there are a few like publishing companies that I like follow on Instagram and stuff just because I like want that motivation to possibly like get into something like that. But yeah, if I could do anything in the world, it would be to get paid to read books and represent authors um how did you ever watch younger what did you ever watch younger yes okay like loved younger loved it that's what you're making me think of as you're talking that's all yeah no that's like exactly like what yeah when I watched that I that's that's exactly what I wanted to do um now I don't know if that is a hundred percent my dream job but I would love to do something like in the field of um something journalistic like that or um you know honestly who I think has like the best job and sorry Steven you're gonna really hate me for this if you're listening but- <laughs> I I like absolutely admire and think that she has the best job in the world is Emily Longaretta. As soon as you said sorry, Stephen, I knew that's where you were going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just I mean like I like last last episode I talked about how I was like fangirling over Jay a little bit. Emily Longaretta was not even at this party. Okay, like literally. I'm in Kansas City. Let me set the scene. There's like 12 different reality stars there. Remind you, like, I had one glass of wine and I was not, like, I was not drunk at all. That's all I had the whole day. And this was at the end of the day. And it's my turn to talk talk to Mark Long. And so I start asking him about Emily Longaretta because in their podcast with Tina, which she's like, oh, I don't remember that. But like, I promise you it was said because I remember it. Like, I was like, super excited. 
And I thought she was going to be at the event in Kansas City. But um, because literally Mark is like talking about the Kansas City event on the podcast with Tina and Tina's like, oh, I want to go to that. And he's like, yeah, Emily's going to be there. So I'm like positive. If you listen to that episode again, like she was going to be there, but she wasn't there. And so I was talking to him about that. And I was like so animated and like nervous and fangirling over this person who wasn't even there that I accidentally, <laughs> that I accidentally spilled my friend's drink on Mark Long. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally why it happened because I was fangirling over Emily Longaretta and she wasn't even there. That's like super <laughs> embarrassing. Um and you gotta come, Christina, to the New York City like viewing parties because she's usually there. I've seen her a few times at the viewing parties. Well, the next time you see her, be like, my co-host is such a big fan of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, I really on in January if I go to that maybe I'll maybe she'll be there yeah I mean I definitely am not oh, to LA now never mind I'm sorry remember oh, right because she works for yeah she switched magazines yeah so yeah so yeah the first all the viewing I, I didn't go to the last two or three viewing parties or whatever but before that all the ones I went to I feel like she was there almost every time but I forgot she had moved to LA but if she's ever in New York and you happen to see her then let her know. I'll FaceTime you. Don't worry. I'm a fan. And she'd probably be like, what? There's like, like literally like there were 12 challengers there. And I'm like, uh, Emily Longaretta's not here. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> well, I think that that aspire would be perfect for you. Because I feel like I like aspire to be like her. Like I love to read. I love to write. I love to talk about, you know, like all this like reality TV nonsense that like really doesn't matter at all but for whatever reason I consume all of it and I know all of it and I remember all of it and so I let it out on this podcast basically <laughs> yeah well it matters well, to a lot of people no, and I that's how people like Emily has careers a successful job yeah so don't yeah. yeah don't sell yourself short on that like it does matter and also but, like her level of like what she does and like the podcast she has like pretty sure two maybe only one but she she has podcasts she has articles she's constantly you know like doing all these things and um the way that like I see I guess like this podcast is like if I can't get paid for or like you know like make an income from like doing this type of thing I would rather have it as my hobby because at least I'm doing something that I love and even if like it's not like I don't know something that's like financially lucrative um it is emotionally <laughs> lucrative and it's still like something that I like honestly like I can add this to my portfolio and it can help me in the future yeah so that's just absolutely kind of you know like 
even though like we're super small time now and maybe I will never ever be big time which would be totally fine like I said at least it's like like I created a hobby out of something that I'm really passionate about yes you have so true I feel like this relates to our next question too so maybe we'll go into that um I feel like the last two have kind of the last yeah have kind of related to this question they've all kind of tied in together yeah so the next question we had was where and you kind of touched on this do you see yourself in five years I absolutely, at this point, do not have a five-year plan. I used to make five-year plans, and they've never gone according to the plan. And so (laughs) because of that, I, like, really don't have a five-year plan. Um, But I would say that, like, I there are things that I want to do. Like, right now, I work at a restaurant, and, yes, I'm making great money, and I'm super grateful for them. and, And... everything that they were willing to, you know, like with like the pandemic and everything, there's so many people that struggled. And, and, um, when I was working a marketing job, like, which is in my field, I have a degree in, um, it was, it was harder because of COVID. And so for a little bit, I was working part-time at the restaurant, restaurant and part-time, um, with my marketing job because, I know that I could have turned in what I was making and I could have gotten checks from the government like everybody else or not everybody else, but a lot of people did during that time. But I chose to just like, I didn't, I didn't want to be like that. I wanted to work because that's just, I guess, the kind of person that I am. Um, But then it got to the point where I was seeing like how much money is in the restaurant industry right now because people are still going out to eat but nobody wants to work. And so even though we're like super short staffed all the time, it does make for, I mean, I make more money now than I ever have. And it's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, so I'm very, very thankful for that, but I definitely don't want to be in the restaurant industry forever. I'd be very disappointed in myself if I was still in it in five years no offense to anybody who works in the restaurant industry, but I've been a manager. I've been working in food service since I was like 16. I've been a manager since I was 19 years old. And I'd really like to take my managing experience with like my school experience and be able to like mesh those together somehow. Uh, Yeah. yeah. One of the main problems that I was having with that um was that people are like oh well you have this school experience oh you have this like really great managing experience but you don't have any experience in your field but I did work that marketing job for like a year and a half um and really the only reason why I stopped it was because of COVID so I hope you know that helps me a little bit um when it comes to finding a new job eventually but um yeah so I definitely five years from now, hope to be um, doing something different. I am working, well, kind of am working on my master's degree. I'm taking a break right now, but they give you like 10 years to finish. So technically I'm still working on it. Um, So I hope to be done with my master's degree by then for sure. Um, And um, 
five years, I mean, five years from now, I'd like to have kids and have started a family and all that. So. I was just going to say, let's get to the juicy part. Married kids. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely want to be married. I definitely want to have kids. I think, yeah. I mean, I would say that's a reasonable amount of time. Um, I, obviously like I'm 31 years old. I don't have any kids yet. I'm not trying to have a kid at this age with someone who, you know, if I was like 20, like, I don't know, maybe it'd be different because you're young and you're whatever. But at this age, like, I just, I really don't want to have a kid with somebody that I'm not like sure that this is my partner for life. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely hope to find that and, um, or maybe you already have found it. But I'll progress to that. Yeah. In <laughs> the next in the next five years. So um I'm really liking what you've found. Yeah. I, w- I won't I won't put him on blast or anything, but I I yeah. I mean it's okay. I, I, mean, I like, just know you're happy and yeah. Not he like- seems like an amazing guy. No pressure, but <laughs> No, he's great. I mean, I'll touch on him just a little bit. I won't talk about it too much, but um, no, he's really great. I feel like things are very, very healthy between us. Um, we like never fight. We've gotten into like two little scuffles, and it's been like nine months. So I feel like that's like kind of crazy. So that's great. I yeah. So I think, and like one of them was like recently, and it was because of my birthday. <laughs> so stupid about it <laughs> if he listens to this he's like gonna laugh because <laughs> I hope <laughs> either that or you'll be mad but I think you'll laugh um but I had these like plans in my head that I hadn't verbalized to him yet <laughs> and then oh. he tells- <laughs> and and then he tells me that his cousin's birthday that he lives with his him and his cousins are roommates um is the day before mine (laughs) okay and I had wanted to do something the day before my birthday and I won't go into like uh, all details or whatever but I was so upset and he was like I didn't even know about this (laughs) oh I felt like yeah I like texted him the next day and I was just like I'm so sorry and he's like yeah we don't we don't he's like everybody gets upset about things you know like it's fine I mean, he's, like, so good about it. And literally, I was at work when I was texting him, so it's not like we could talk, could have at that moment talked on the phone or whatever. He, like, texted me back, and I was just, like, honestly, like, I just, like, kind of freaked out for almost no reason, and you handled it like a champ. And I just, like, I'm very grateful for that, too. But... I don't know. It's just, it's going really well. And I am, I am very happy. Well, good. I'm happy for you. That's really cool. Cause you can definitely tell you seem very happy. That's awesome. And I swear like the birth, the birthday fight has to be a rite of passage. Cause I had this fight too, because sometimes (laughs) my falls on Thanksgiving and I think one year it fell on Thanksgiving or whatever. And I melted down because we didn't do anything for my birthday because it was fucking Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, okay, so 
people are gonna like seriously side eye me for this but I don't care it's who I am um but like okay so you watched Big Brother right this last season yeah okay so remember how for like two weeks it was a thing that Jasmine was talking about like well it's my birthday it's my birthday week are you really gonna do this that is so me (laughs) I'm like literally like on on Twitter reading all these things and people are like F Jasmine I can't believe that she thinks this about her birthday blah 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 Jasmine's birthday and in my head I'm just like putting my head down like that's me I'm probably in the like two popular two percent of the population that thinks like that but like yeah no it's like it's a birthday week. On Sunday night, I asked him um, if for the whole week <laughs> I could choose what we wa- what we watch every day. <laughs> oh my God, Christine! <laughs> I gotta try that one. Okay, but okay. Well, I'm the opposite of y'all. I could give a shit about my birthday. Honestly. You're a Scorpio too. I think it partly might be a Scorpio thing. Cause I saw that Tyler. I think so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, Jasmine wasn't a Scorpio though, but it might have a little bit of some Scorpio tendencies in it because, yeah. Was, and at first he was like, no, uh, we're not doing that. But then he's like looking for something to watch and he like hands me the remote and he's like fine you can pick for your birthday oh he's a keeper okay michelle do you want to get into some listener questions yes so christina we had some great friends and listeners (laughs) submit questions um so the first person I have a few questions from is Dylan okay his he has a few so his first question was if you could have substituted wait first can I like preface this like he unblocked you in order to to ask you these questions oh my god yes he did unblock me and then he got like like people have been messaging me like are you okay I'm like Dylan this is an ongoing event now (laughs) because I got kicked out of all the group chats um and and I'm like I sent him a screenshot of where I told someone like listen it was just a joke Dylan blocked me and he wrote back and he's like Michelle that wasn't a joke I really did block I'm like (laughs) so I'm still feeling the repercussions but we're we're all good now and he submitted questions so I think that was very good of him good okay uh sorry his first question was if you could be have been substituted for a cast member on any season of the real world which season would you pick and why okay well first dylan i am very sorry to disappoint you but i have not really seen that many seasons of the real world so um i basing off of the people I guess like that I know have done those shows um would I substitute I mean honestly I feel like I love Kayla so much I would have to like kick out that racist chick that made their season go away and take her spot so that I could be with Kayla 
and that that season would still be arable. Good, 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 good answer. I like that. Um, okay. And then he had another question. I love this one. Okay, Abby. I was gonna I was gonna reverse these two because I feel oh, like okay, okay, okay. Okay. Do whatever okay. you want. Do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, okay. What guest would you like to have on the podcast? And he's prefacing it by saying it can be a reality person or it could be a friend or it could be anyone. Okay. So, um, reality person, I would say like any of my like top girls, um, I love Kayla. I would love to have her on. I love Amanda. I would absolutely love to have her on because I know she would not hold back, but I also know that she doesn't do podcasts, so that would never happen. Um, I would love to have Naya on and uh, John A and Melissa. Those are like my top five, um, top five girls right now. Um, I would have called all those except Melissa. Yeah, I wouldn't. I was gonna say Melissa. I would not. Oh, I love Melissa. Um, as far as someone outside of the reality TV world, um, I think she's definitely like, I don't think she would ever do it in a million years, but honestly, I would love to have my cousin on. Um, she is a, uh, I do not want to misspeak here, but she's like a sports dietitianist for um professional athletes and so she works with like all different sports all different athletes she has um a cookbook which as i mentioned following publishing places earlier one of the publishing companies that i follow is um the place who published her book um it's called Fuel Your Body if you are interested. And her Instagram is uh, Elite Nutrition. It has like so much good n- nutritional um, information. Elite is spelled L E A T. Um, and so if you want to check that out, that she's she's great. And she also, within the last few months, um, maybe longer than that, because I have zero concept of time, but she became um the nutritionist on chris hemsworth's fitness app so she also like flies to new york and has meetings with chris hemsworth sometimes which is crazy because that's thor that is literally thor so that's so cool that is amazing i didn't know that Mm -hmm. and her husband used to play major league baseball and he um was now he is he is coaching in the um coaching uh he was in the Orioles organization I think doing batting with um their triple a but he just got a promotion after this last season and he's going to be the um major league teams Baltimore Orioles um offensive coordinator or whatever so they are like doing so many great things and I just like love watching their life. I would love to have my cousin on sometime and just talk to her about everything. That would be so cool. Yeah. Um, so Dylan's last question, get ready, buckle up. 
Oh boy. Um, <laughs> who do you think is the most annoying one in the challenge group chat? And what is it specifically that about this person that you hate the most? <laughs> I'm so messy. I love Dylan. He's like a little low key <laughs> like me. And <laughs> that's one of my favorite qualities about him. <laughs> oh God, I like really want to say somebody that I know isn't going to listen to this, but <laughs> like somebody instantly came to my head though. So I don't know if I should say or not. Um, Maybe the person submitted a question too. You never know. There's more questions to get to. Okay. I will say that I do not hate anybody in the group chat. But of course. who I find is maybe the most annoying. Oh, man. I feel bad because I know he wants to be a guest on our podcast. Just plead the fifth. I'm giving you an out. You can plead the fifth. Because that's what I would do. It's hard, though, because somebody, like, instantly came to my mind. <laughs> okay, but we already know it's a he. That's all we know. trying to save you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. it's, it's a he, and I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not, but I think that he might, so I'm going to plead with it. Okay, moving on. So, I'm starting with... That's a great question, uh, though. Thanks, Dylan. If you want yeah. to send me, I'll tell you. <laughs> No, my God, that's hysterical. Okay, so I'm going to start with a comment from this person. One of our favorites, sweetest ever, Lindsay. She wanted to say, I love all the juicy details you share with friends. You are my go-to for any challenge-related info and gossip. And then... I'll, I'll, she had a few questions, but, um, I'm picking certain ones. Okay. So if you could only pick one reality TV show to watch for the rest of your life, which one and why? Okay, I wasn't prepared for one. I was prepared for somebody to like ask me like, oh, what's your top three or your top five? And that was going to be hard. Um, one for the rest of my life. Wait, can I guess? Sure. I'm guessing Bachelor in Paradise. No. Really? Really. That's what came to my head too. Um, I mean, I would say Bachelor in Paradise is, like, maybe top five. Um. X on the Beach. No. I don't even think X on the Beach. Okay, never mind. You tell us. F-Boy Island. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That is definitely. See, okay, so I feel like my top, like, three to five, like, kind of change. So it's, like, super hard. But I think that if I could only watch one forever, it would have to be the challenge just because it has all of the aspects of reality TV within one show. It has the hookups, it has the drama, it has the competition. It has all of the aspects of reality TV in one show. So if I had to choose 
just one to watch forever, I think it would be the challenge for that reason. But I bet that you guys have guessed a lot of my top ones, but I will say one that is in my top five that you will never guess. No, I'm going to try. What network is it on? Oh, well, that makes it easy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Because there's only Talking like, to me, you know, I won't. Because there's only like one show on that channel that I would watch. Um, I'm also okay. Not it's not this. This is one that I was talking about. But I'm also a huge, huge Temptation Island fan. I would say that that one is probably, um, top five as well. But the one that you guys would never guess. Okay, so we have the challenge. We have Temptation Island, Bachelor in Paradise, F Boy Island, and the one that's gonna throw everybody into the biggest curve in the world is Naked and Afraid XL. Oh, oh, you yeah, told me no. about that before. I forgot. I never, <laughs> never would have guessed. <laughs> when, I oh, love that show. That is in like that's in my top three for sure. I remember when that Snake in the Grass show was on. We talked about that show. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. yeah I love that show. It's so good, but not the regular. I mean, I'll still watch it, but not regular Naked and Afraid. Don't get it confused. Naked and Afraid XL. Okay, because I'm just really fast going to explain the difference. Naked and Afraid is a 21-day challenge, and it has two people throughout the one episode. And then the very next episode, it's a new 21-day challenge. You get two new people. So the only time that you're getting to know these people is in this one-hour episode. That's it. Naked and Afraid XL takes people from Naked and Afraid who have either completed their 21-day challenge or... Um, for whatever reason, are looking for redemption, and they are put in groups of, uh, like, four groups of three. There are 12 of them on each episode, unless there's a twist, but typically, um, there are four groups of three, and um, is how it starts, and it's a 40-day challenge. They've done a couple Legends uh, seasons that are 60, but typically, XL is 40 days, but it follows these same 12 people throughout the entire season. So you actually get to know them. I will have to try it. I've never watched it, but I feel like you're such an advocate for it. And someone else was really loving it too. I forgot. Was Swaz the other person who watched? Someone else watched it too. I don't remember. Um, no, I think it was Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like the only person I could talk to about it. <laughs> Because nobody, I tried to make Swaz watch it and he watched like one season and I was like, have you watched more? And he's like, it's on my list, but I haven't got there yet. And I don't think he's ever going to get there. But Swaz, I know you're probably listening to this. Watch the next one. I'll watch it with you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think Christy, Christine, are you giving me a clue to who your answer for Dylan's question was? A, a guy that may or may not be listening to this. Oh, no, 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 no. Swaz does not. He's the, I know. He's the best. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. He's just the best. He's When you had your question about, like, what person, like, I thought you might have said Swaz as a guest just because he's just the best. I think maybe one day we should. Um, oh, a guest, like that? Like a fan guest? Uh, like somebody in our community? 
Oh, he said it could have been anyone. So that's what I was thinking. Maybe you would say him. I would say Michelle Lopez, but we just had her on. Yep. That's true. She's great. So so good. She wins like a fantasy league because I would love to have her on again. Yes. And she is a number one in Bachelor in Paradise right now. So I don't know. But either way, I mean, I would love to have Swaz on. I'd love to have Michelle on again. But she was so funny. I that I love that. I mean, I love all of our episodes. But she was great. Yes. Definitely. It, Michelle. it was so much fun. I know. I, I, I felt like I was there because I listened to it. It was fun. Good. I enjoyed it. Good, good, good. Love okay. you, Michelle, not from Texas. Yes. If you're um, listening. She, I bet she will. Um, now, the next question we have, and this is like, I feel like this is like true Paul fashion. It just is like such a thoughtful question. Um, so he said, you typically do very well in fantasy leagues without giving away any secrets. Is there anything in particular you do to help you determine who to pick or play? Do you yeah. go with your heart or head when making decisions? Okay, well... Paul asking if I go with my harder head is so relative because he knows the answer to this. (laughs) And the reason that I say this is because whenever I used to swap, there were times that I would be like, so dramatic about it, like, (laughs) super dramatic. And I'd be like, I really do not want this person on my team. But I guess I'm gonna have to pick him because I know I need to and so like yeah he definitely knows that so it's funny that he added that in there but yeah I definitely have strategy behind um pretty much everything that I do fantasy wise which actually reminded me that I did not set my lineup and I definitely have somebody in right now that Episode started just now. Why couldn't you have asked me this five minutes ago? I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I, I I look at a lot of different things. So I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, I think maybe last time or the time before. But when I was picking my like survivor team, um on the survivor Twitter page they posted a get to know the cast members for every single cast member. So I went through and I watched all of the videos and um, I tried to determine how many outfit changes they had for the girls. Like, was their hair in a ponytail? Was it in a braid? How many times did their, their hair change? Because the more outfit changes that they have, the more, um, hairstyles that they have the longer that they're going to be there theoretically because they're changing the most um so my pick for this season of survivor winner is cassidy because she had the most out outfit changes in her preview now this isn't like a hundred percent works every time because I was planning on picking Jesse for my team. But then when I watched the video, he only had two outfit changes. So I was like, oh, shit, he's not going to go far. Which obviously, as we've seen, is not the case. So, I mean, it doesn't, it's not foolproof. It doesn't work every time. But there's like little stuff like that that I do pay attention to. And um, I think it does help me. I always watch the trailers at the end of every episode. 
um, to see what's going to happen next week. Who do they feature? Is somebody getting into an argument? If they are, then I put that person in. And then I also um, watch like on the Instagrams and Twitters, any kind of like promo or anything like that, that they do. Um, I watch those and I try to um, determine based off of who they're showcasing in their like 30 second promo, that person is probably going to be um, big. This doesn't happen very often, but I also follow not everybody, but qu quite a few cast members on um, social media. And if it's an episode that somebody is proud of, they post about it most of the time. Oh, see, that's a good tip. I never would think like that. Like, no, like I, I wouldn't think about anything you're talking about. But let me just say real quick, we did not add this in but a question from someone I would like to know who she thinks will win the current season of Survivor 43 and why that will be Cassidy <laughs> yep I already just answered that Cassidy, yep. Yep. Cassidy, she was showcased the most in her intro I don't, I have no idea if that's right, but that's just like, that's my gut. And it's also weird too, because like, you know, like you look at the list or at least I did, I look at the list and then I go and then I watch the videos after and Cassie would not have been on my team. I was not planning on picking her. But then when I watched your videos and I was like, oh, she's in a ponytail here and she has a bandana on here and she has a braid here. And that's a completely different shirt. I was like, okay, well, this is, she's at least going to be there for a while. So even if she's not the winner, I think that she makes it really far because she had the most outfit changes. Yeah, that's really smart. Okay, so I have one more question. I was going to say, I'm sorry, just backpedaling a little bit about when I was talking about watching their like social medias and stuff. Um, a good example of that was recently when Narice and Nelson won their daily. Narice had like, 10 different slides promoting the show on her Instagram story. And she does, oh. and she promotes the show, but she doesn't do it every week. And she did it more that week. So that made me feel like she would be um, a better person to put in. So tip, I'm telling you, I wouldn't think of that. It's not just like one, one thing that I like hone in on or, you know, like, yes I do know spoilers but like spoilers do not help you very much in fantasy at all like even if you know who wins an elimination that's like 10 points that doesn't do I mean yeah you get points for it but it's not it's not big points the big points are like which I tried to do in our fantasy league was make it so that like the drama and the interactions and the the reality tv portions of it are what what um were worth more and I know I like kind of consulted with both of you about what you thought too and you had your input and I think we kind of agreed that making those things that people know or can know because it's out there less points and the things that people don't know worth more points I think um really kind of helps to balance that a little bit and I don't I mean there are no 
there are no um spoilers for survivor there are no spoilers for big brother there are no spoilers for okay so the first reality tv fantasy league that i ever played was the voice and i actually sent swaz a screenshot of a time hop memory that i had a couple weeks ago that said that um all of my players every single one of the people that i picked made it made the cut from 20 to 12 so it's like i mean you you literally can't predict that stuff it's just it's there's just like so many different factors that go into it and honestly, I think part of it, too, is just that, like, I have become so involved, I guess, for a lack of better words, in reality TV, that that kind of thing just it comes naturally to me, kind of. And honestly, as far as, like, other, like, another job goes, I think I'd be really good at being a producer. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. Okay, so one more quick question, and then we're going to play a little game with you at the end. So Steven wants to know, how hard is it to still be a Nebraska football fan knowing it might take another decade or two for them to ever be good again? Dang. That is a good question, actually. Thank you, Steven. Um, The way I... Okay, so I talk to Brent about this somewhat often because he... I mean, I think he's lived in Nebraska long enough that he should be a fan. But um, I... We haven't won a national championship since the 90s like I, I don't even know like if it was it was either 98 or 99 maybe it was 97 I don't know but like I was born in 1990 I was a child the last time that we won a national championship I love the atmosphere of going to a Nebraska football game there's literally nothing like it I'll be a Husker fan forever but to me I don't really care that they're bad. Yeah, I would, like, absolutely prefer for them to be better, 110%. But um, it's the tradition for me. It's And I think that it's the tradition for most Nebraskans, and that's why our stadium holds 88,000 people and sells out every single game. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that's true. Which, like, another, like, little fun fact about, like, Nebraska football is that, so, as far as Nebraska's cities go, it is, Omaha is our biggest city, and then Lincoln, and then Grand Island, and Grand Island is way small, like, it's not very big at all, like, there's a drastic difference. Um, On football Saturdays, when there is a home game, the capacity of the people in the stadium alone is enough to be considered our third biggest city in the state. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) And it gets, and it sells out every single game, every single, like we've had, I don't even know, like hundreds and hundreds of, of consecutive sellouts. So it's pretty crazy. 
But yeah, it's definitely, it's the tradition, it's the atmosphere, it's like what I grew up with, you know, every single Saturday growing up, um, my grandma always made chili for the football games every week. And so even like last Saturday, like I made chili because it's just tradition to watch the games and yeah, I love it. And I, I, I know it's going to take a long time for us to get better. I know people were hoping it was going to be Scott Frost, and obviously that didn't happen. But um, I'll watch the games, and it is what it is. Yeah, I think that's, like, sometimes true. Like, it's just, like, the overall experience sometimes more than if your team's always winning. Plus, I feel like I have more ties to Nebraska than just, like, like, I went to the University of Nebraska. I got my bachelor's degree in advertising and public relations there. So I am an alumni. On top of that, my um, cousin's husband, who um, played Major League Baseball, he st started um, as a Husker baseball player. And so my whole family was, like, obsessed with Husker baseball for the longest time. And on top of that, my uncle is the doctor for the entire athletic department and um just <clears throat> sorry excuse me um received an award gosh I wish I knew off the top of my head what award it was but he was he won some award and he was just inducted into um the Husker Football Hall of Fame for it and like hardly any doctors receive that award it's like very rare and very prestigious and so like aside from like just being a Husker fan like it's in my blood yeah you have a lot a lot of connections there yep mm -hmm. Absolutely. well th I wanted to say thank you Dylan and Lindsay you're awesome and Paul and Steven all for submitting Awesome questions. These were really fun questions. Really good questions. Okay, so we're going to play a game real fast. Okay. We are each going to say three names. Okay. No cheating. One word. Okay. Okay, so we're going to name a challenger. Okay. And one word. Okay. Okay. Kayla. Um uh, I don't know. I would say maybe inspiration. Johnny. Character. Hmm. I mean, no, can I just expand on why I'm saying these and these, these. No, names? that's not the game, Nelson. Okay. Oof. Um. Fucking hot. I want to like say like <laughs> a Nelson word, but there's not one that's just one. <laughs> Audacity. <laughs> that was in my head. <laughs> I, I kept wanting to say needy greedy, but I'm like, that's two words. <laughs> or that. Yep. Um, so my my first name is MJ. Hot. <laughs> that's what I was hoping you would say. Um, John A. Um goat. 
that's cheating mm. three words in one or four words in one but that's fine no that's perfect okay and then i'm gonna end with tina oh tina i have to i have to use more than one word for tina and i'm just gonna say that she is my fellow nebraska princess oh that's that's perfect okay perfect love it absolutely perfect okay y'all well this has been meeting our i want to say co-host but she's really our host and is does all the work behind the scenes drives this podcast and just lets me and mitch come along for the ride yep i mean it's both so much it's so much fun I like feel like I don't know I don't I don't know I couldn't do it without you guys mm. well have a happy happy birthday week birthday month <laughs> well birthday um we are so lucky to have you as a friend you're such an empathetic kind-hearted person but also so fun and so like have so many like funny like comments and you always know what's going on I know if I need to find out the real juice on something I can always come to you that's one of my favorite things um and thank you for all you do for us and accommodating us because I know sometimes we're like all of this I can play so we really appreciate it oh yeah of course I, I love having you guys and I mean it's not like I'm working around like my schedule or like even three people's schedules it's like your both of your husband's schedules and your kids schedules and you know I mean there's so much that that goes into it I mean I I don't I don't ever want to be um like an interference or like an annoyance in your guys's life I just want to be able to um I guess like add to it in a way that's like positive for all of us oh and you definitely do you definitely do and we're happy that you put up with especially me like put up with my crazy life no I I, it's no problem I I I honestly like I enjoy doing this so much I'm like very like I would say this podcast is like kind of my my passion project in a way if there if I if I have one it's definitely like my favorite hobby of all time I just I have so much fun doing it and talking with you guys and creating different things and like I don't know, maybe, I don't know, just like going from different like formats to formats and, you know, like trying new things and like, do we like this better? It's just, it's so much fun for me to um, just really, really do all of this. And, you know, of course, if you guys ever have any input or there's something that you hate, like, please tell me, but, and that goes for our listeners too. Like, give us feedback. Do you, do you like, do you like what we have to say? Do you, you know, like, is there something you want us to change? Let us know. I mean, we're as much as we're like definitely here for us. We're also here for for everyone else too. Well, you are definitely the glue that keeps us together. So we appreciate you. And with that, do you want to sign off? Yes. Since I did the intro, it's only fitting that you sign off. Okay. Well. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in and for celebrating my birthday with me. 
Uh, I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the listeners and Abby and Michelle for doing this podcast with me all the time. Um, I'm so thankful for having all of you in my life. Um, But yeah, again, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.